going on everybody welcome today is wednesday april 19th 2023 my name is jeremy this is my first cup look at all of these people here i want to say good morning to frank and stacy and mel and nick and nathan and tommy and brian and jenny look at this crowd rolling in how's everybody doing hope you're well Everybody's saying good morning to everybody. Mel, you're right. It has been a while since you've been here. Stacy's in listen-only mode, setting up for a conference. Good morning, Kelly. <sighs> I hope everybody's doing well. I hope you had a great Tuesday. I hope you were, you did things that made you happy. I hope maybe you were productive. Whatever, whatever it was you did, I hope it put a smile on your face. I had a really low-key day. Um... Recorded some stuff with Andrew, had to go to the post office, dropped off. Well, obviously I dropped stuff off. Well, I guess maybe not obvious. There are other reasons to go to a post office, but I dropped off a shipment at the post office, hung out at my my office, because it's right there, for a couple hours, did a little bit more work, and just my brain wasn't quite with it. Here's what I'm thinking. Here's the working theory. I have more of a gluten sensitivity than I realized. Historically, Wheat has not been a big part of my diet, but the last few weeks there have been some big meals based around gluten. I think that's what's doing it to me. So I'll have to experiment a little bit more, but for now, I feel a lot better. My brain's much clearer, and I think that's why. That's awesome. Congratulations, Mel. Um, Jenny says she did do things. That made her happy, including taking in-person class for the first time in a month. It's great. <laughs> she says, are you joining the gluten-free club with me? Um, you know, it's not awful when it happens. And, and, you know, if I was to have some, some bread on a Friday night or something, if I didn't have to think on Saturday, yeah. It's really the only way it's, it, I'm noticing an impact is in my brain. I got crazy brain fog from it. From it. And so yesterday, the reason being, I'd gone out with a friend and had pad thai. And then yesterday at lunch, I had more pad, had leftover pad thai. And I was like, you know what? I think this is it. So I just, well, there wasn't much I could do. I just let it happen. Um, and that's probably the biggest thing to report on yesterday. We did have a, an awards team meeting, some great stuff going on there. Um, yeah, I'm just, I'm just pumped with everything that's going on. I'm looking forward to the weekend. Uh, I don't know why I'm mumbling like this. There's just not a whole lot to say from yesterday. Now today, today will be an interesting day. I will be 
headed to the office. I'm still not 100% sure when I'm trying to dial this in because I didn't, well, I, I did plan ahead for this, but hadn't thought about the implications of you usually go to the office. Uh, I have a massage today at noon and very much looking forward to that. My shoulders really need some work and honestly, so do my elbows and my knees, the areas around them. Good morning, Dennis. And the timing, because I have a client call beforehand, the timing, I can't quite walk back and forth to my car and everything. So I might work from home for the beginning. We will see. Or maybe I'll just park in, pay for parking in front of my office. Tommy says, looking forward to next weekend, a weekend of me in class. So excited. All in weekend is going to be great. Having a lot of fun. Andrew and I chatted a little bit about it yesterday. Everything is on track. And I'm excited to see everyone. We're going to have a great time. At least as good of a time as we did the first year. So. Mm. All right. Well, you all can keep chiming in. I want to hear about you yesterday. I want to know what's going on for you today. I want to know all of it. Training stuff, non-training stuff. Let's let's chat it up there. And I want to switch gears. I don't want to switch into the quotes yet. I felt like there was something more I wanted to say. Well, I guess I can talk about this. So given that my brain was kind of out of it, my body's not quite feeling the best, what did I do? I did something I'm not consistently good at. I came home and did nothing. I sat on the couch. I had a drink. I watched TV. It was great. I didn't feel guilty not doing work. Uh, I didn't feel bad about myself. I didn't think I needed to go do more. And part of it, a really big part of it, is this thing. This, this um, wearable ring. Uh, I've talked about it a little bit. But here, here's what I've needed. And I didn't realize this wasn't the reason I did this. I have data that backs up, hey, Jeremy, you need to relax. You need to rest. Okay. So I did that. And I looked at my numbers this morning and they were even better, way better. Basically, I've recovered. So now it's time to do some more. Uh, this evening, we will be having our, um, let's call it graduation, from the improv class. We are putting on a small show. It was us and I think two other classes. We are the only 101 class. So theoretically, everyone's better than us. We will see how that goes. And it's it's funny to see the other people in the class nervous because they're not used to getting up in front of people. Hmm. Jeremy, are you nervous? No, not at all. Because there is far more structure going on with this improv, believe it or not, than this show or most of the time with martial arts radio. So I pretty much just have to show up and, oh, we're playing this game? Okay, here are some words. But it's something that I find interesting in my skill set versus a lot of people that I'm not afraid of being in front of others. In fact, I'm quite comfortable there. You give me a crowd and I'll 
step in front of the crowd. I don't mind. Sometimes I actually really enjoy it. And it'll be interesting to see how for everyone there, they, their humor, their improvisational skill translates in front of an audience. For me, I usually get better in front of a crowd, but not everyone does. And so I'm wondering how many of you are like that too? You do great practicing on your own or in class, but when it comes time for testing or competition, you're not quite as good. You get nervous. And how about the opposite? How many of you do better in competition or at a test or a demonstration than you do in a typical class? Jenny says, OMG, I can't wait for a weekend. Tommy says, always celebrate recoveries. Yeah, the, the more the more I look at this and the more I look at just everything, I keep finding that the whole reason we have certain things is to create structure for space in between to exist. That it is the spaces in between, whether we're talking about forms, whether we're talking about time with friends, It's often the times in between when I think about spending time with friends, right? We might, let's say we go to a movie. Well, the movie's fun. We're probably not talking during the movie. So it's the time walking in and out of the movie or driving to and from or um, the silly thing that happened at dinner. Dinner wasn't the purpose. It was kind of an accessory to going to the movie. You have to allow for those spaces. This is not something I've historically been good at, but I'm starting to see the value, but it can be tough. And I've been having conversations with people, some including my clients, where we're talking about this and I'm realizing this is something that not everyone understands because we're given this instruction, like go, 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 do more, fill your time. And there are times to do that But I think there's a there's a balance. You know, I think this probably falls into one of those 80-20s. You need space for things to happen, not to do. Tommy says, the spaces between, that's very Taoist and so valuable. Heart being present, a lesson many never grasp. And for me, the, the big change that allowed me to start seeing this was getting an office outside of here. My home became my home. There's stuff piled up on my desk. I barely touch it. Eventually I'll figure out what life looks like. This is still my first month and I'm not even three weeks in on having an office. It's changed my life. I will work hard to not go back. Maybe if I had a different physical space out in the in the warehouse, but the renovations on that would cost more than 
had in the office downtown. And now home is home. And now when I sit on the couch, I don't think, oh, I should get my laptop. Oh, let me respond to this email. You know, stuff like that. And Jenny, you're absolutely right. And he says, movies with friends, sharing the experience is part of that. Even though we don't have conversation during the movie, we share the emotions that the movie creates. Sure. But what if you never talked about the experience? Would it be as valuable? And I suspect not. Maybe for some people. My point in, in giving that example is that it's the things that make it truly valuable are the places that are not filled with other things. It's that openness. Just some thoughts. Things I've been thinking about. Frank sent over stuff. Speaking of things I think about, what did Frank send over today? Thank you to Frank for everything you do. Thank you to Josh for our theme song. Thank you to Denise for our audio. Let's see where today's quotes take us. Some of you will know this first one. I did get a glimpse of it when I was setting up for the show. If you make it a mis if you make a mistake, bake it a cake. Celebrate that you took a shot and learned something. Our very own Andrew, Andrew Adams. We have a cultural tendency to see mistakes or not my word, but some of you use it, failures as something to be embarrassed about, something to shy away from and avoid. And we've talked about this concept many times. But what I like about the quote here is that it's go, it doesn't just say acknowledge when you make a mistake. Celebrate that you tried something and it didn't work. Trying things is good. But you have to learn from it too, right? I'm not going to celebrate making the same mistake over and over again. I'm going to celebrate making it. And then hopefully I'm going to celebrate learning from it and avoiding it another time. We learn by making mistakes. And when you give people the ability to safely make mistakes, they progress much, much faster. If you can build an environment where people celebrate mistakes, where they are acknowledged for the effort that they are. This isn't, I'm not talking about participation trophies. I'm talking about a culture of encouragement and progress that starts to stretch people's uh, comfort zone. There are going to be mistakes, quite a few of them. Great. Acknowledge that you did that. Now get back on track. All right, went a little bit too far. Okay, so dial it back. 5%, 10%, whatever you have to. Not go back to zero and start over. Good morning, Andy. Number two. 
The only true disability is a crushed spirit. Amy Mullins. Did you guys check out yesterday, uh, Monday's episode of Martial Arts Radio with Nick Tabor? A man who is satisfies the legal definition of disabled. He has cerebral palsy. He talked about it a couple times, but there was nothing in what he talked about that made me think this man was limited. I mean, we saw, if you watch the video, you could see his hand had some limitation. But I did not get the sense that he was limited in any sense of what he wanted to do. In fact, and we did talk about this, I think his experience makes him a better teacher for a lot of people because he can relate to them better because they can look at him and say, well, clearly this guy can do it. So I can do it. My, both of my hands work as normal, right? So if the only limitation is a crushed spirit, we just have to avoid that. Good morning, Nathan. Wow. Andy is apparently on his motorcycle today. It is too cold for that. I do not ride when it is this cold. I like riding, but I also like being warm. How do we keep our spirits up? And that's a genuine question. What do you do when you're let's say down in the dumps, when your spirits are feeling, when your spirit's feeling a bit crushed, a bit weighty. I have things that I do, but I want to hear about you. Kelly says, last night, as our second night of board breaking, had some students thinking outside the box, create some interesting breaks. Awesome. And I hope that you raised a whole bunch more money. <laughs> Uh, and she adds, don't feel bad for Andy. Should ask him why he needs to use his bike this week. I know. He told me. But what do you do? What do you do when you're feeling beat up by life? My number one thing, I change where I am. Physical space change. If I'm at the office, I get out of the office. I go for a walk. If I'm here, I go there. I go for a walk. I get in the car. I drive somewhere becomes a lot simpler to shake off whatever's going on for most of us, most of the time, if we have a change of venue. What else can we do? We can get to a different place. Awesome, Kelly. Kelly says, good night. Another $3,400. Sweet. Frank says, don't watch the news for one thing. I often watch something funny on TV. Sure. Laughter, humor, a, a more upbeat emotion can absolutely do it. But you got to be careful because even in funny shows and funny movies, there are serious threads that can knock you back. I've had plenty of times where I sat down to watch, you know what? Uh, the new series of Marvelous Mrs. Maisel is on. And I was watching a bit of that on Monday. And 
there's some serious subject matter despite being a wonderfully funny show. And it just, it was like, this is too much. And I turned it off. I haven't gone back since because I'm not ready. That's okay. And he says, wind therapy. So yeah, get another motorcycle. Tommy says, when depressed, I do a number of things. Music, heavy bag, walking, Jeep rides with my handsome, happy hound dogs. Music can be huge. Movement can be huge. For me, intense exercise is the number one thing I can do. I don't mean going for a walk or a jog. I mean sprinting. I mean hitting a heavy bag as hard as I can for as long as I can, and then going and sitting down, being exhausted. And then as soon as I can breathe again, <clears throat> get back on that heavy bag and beat the tar out of it as hard and fast as I can. Because when you can't breathe, you, you're you not upset. It just shuts that part of your brain down. It's a great thing to, to add in. What else you got? What else do you all do? Kelly says, teaching always gets me out of a funk. Days I really feel weighed down always leave lighter. That's great. There's some common threads here. Hope you're seeing them. She says, I also call my sister. Movement, change of venue, giving back. Those are big ones. Tommy says, I'm with you 100% on the heavy bag. One reason I have one in my living room. There you go. Dennis says, heavy bags, happy puppies and kittens, and pineapple pizza will cure all that ails you. Great point. I do like pineapple on pizza. You can keep chiming in in the, in the chat. Let's see what we've got. Oh, before I move on, Jenny's. Intense exercise for me, too. I like to go somewhere and scream for a moment. A car is a great place to go scream, by the way. Very hard for people to hear you scream from a car. So I can get rid of the emotional lump in my chest. Then I reassess and figure out what I can control and move forward, even if taking baby steps. Yep. It is very difficult to get out of the situation whilst being in the same physical place. So keep that in mind. All right. And our last quote here from Bernard. Well, I want to read that as Hebrew. If it was Hebrew, it would be Baruch, but I'm guessing that's not his name. Bernard Baruch, Baruch, something like that. Those who matter don't mind and those who mind don't matter. We give far too much time and energy to the opinions of people from whom we would not take advice. The criticism that comes from people that you do not know, do not like, do not value, should not bother us. Yes, I am 
consciously using the word should in this case. But it can. It often does. It's an opportunity to practice. Who in your life really matters? Whose opinions matter the most? Hopefully your own is at the top of the list. And when you have thoughts on how to do something, if somebody doesn't like it, and they are not in a position to tell you not to do it, and you believe it is the right decision, do it. You have to trust your gut. You have to trust your gut. Because what are you going to do later when you listen to the other person who didn't matter and you didn't do what you knew was the right thing to do, and now it doesn't work out? Are you going to go back to them and say, I shouldn't have listened to you. You were wrong. They're going to go, I don't care what you think. Don't give them the time of day. So there's your tip or challenge or however you want to think of it for today. If you find your spirit getting a bit weighted, hopefully not so far as crushed, but somewhere in that way, do something to shake yourself out of it. Go for a walk. Take a break and listen to music. Go hide in the bathroom if you have to do that. And listen to music. Dance. Run. Scream. Jump up and down. Do push-ups. Start looking for these pattern interrupts for yourself. If you know that Watching this show makes you feel bad or eating bread makes you feel bad. Acknowledge that and make it a choice. I fully expect I'm going to have pizza again in my lifetime. But I'm probably not going to do it on a Monday night when I'm recording episodes the next day. Right? That would be a poor decision. And it is a decision. I can choose what I eat. He says, dance like no one is watching, and then adds air guitar. Totally. I appreciate you all. Thank you. Thank you for coming by. Thanks for joining me for this cup of coffee. Or whatever you've got in your mug. Maybe it's tea. Maybe it's water. Maybe you're not drinking anything. That's fine, too. Just glad you're here. I appreciate all of you, whether you watch live or later or listening. Thank you. If you want to support us, we've got the family page. We've got the discount code, FIRSTCUP15. Uh, what else? You can join the Patreon. You can tell people about what we do. This is the biggest uh, live crowd we've had in a little bit. I'm glad to see you all. Thank you. I take a lot of joy having a bunch of you here means a lot to me. Andy's got hot chocolate. And Jenny says, if you want pizza on a Monday night, I could share some recipes. I'm sure you could. And thank you. Um, most of my diet right now is pretty darn simple. Meat and cheese. Basically meat and dairy. That's pretty much all I'm eating right now. I'm going to go. 
I'm going to figure out the, these final details of my morning, and I will talk to you tomorrow. Take care, everybody. Peace.